Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday, the 2nd of September. I'm Steve Forbes. And I'm Nkem Ifejika. Biden calls Trump a danger to democracy. But there's no question. The Republican Party today is dominated, driven and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And Argentina's vice president escapes an assassination attempt. Times of London Daily World Briefing. U.S. President Joe Biden has denounced Donald Trump and labelled the extremist wing of the Republican Party as a clear and present danger to U.S. democracy. He was speaking in a primetime address on Thursday night and sought to rally Democrats and appeal to moderate conservatives ahead of midterm elections in November. President Biden warned that equality and democracy are under assault by the former president and his supporters. Not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. But there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. President Biden chose to give the speech in front of Independence Hall in Philadelphia, the cradle of American democracy. It's where the U.S. Declaration of Independence and the Constitution were debated. He warned that his predecessor was still intent on flouting justice and subverting American democracy. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. President Trump is facing a mounting criminal investigation. The FBI raided his home at Mar-a-Lago in Florida last month when more than 100 top-secret classified documents were seized. President Biden also criticized Donald Trump's attempt to overturn his 2020 election defeat, which culminated in the riot by his supporters at the U.S. Capitol on January the 6th last year. I will not stand by and watch. I will not the will of the American people be overturned by wild conspiracy theories and baseless evidence-free claims of fraud. I will not stand by and watch elections in this country stolen by people who simply refuse to accept that they lost. 
The leader of the Republicans in the House of Representatives, Kevin McCarthy, a staunch ally of Donald Trump, said President Biden should have been trying to unite Americans. He added that the speech aimed to divide, demean and disparage those he didn't agree with. We head to Argentina, where the country's vice president escaped an apparent assassination attempt. That was the moment Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner had a gun pointed at her face. However, no shots were fired as the weapon appeared to jam. It happened near the entrance to Fernandez de Kirchner's home, where hundreds of protesters had gathered in recent days in support of the vice president, who was in the midst of a corruption trial. The gunman had tried to flee the scene after the gun failed, but was tackled to the ground by the crowd and arrested. The man has been identified by local media as 35-year-old Brazilian Fernando Andres Sabag Montiel. In an address to the nation, President Alberto Fernandes said that the gun was loaded with five bullets and dubbed the act as the most serious events the country had experienced since its return to democracy. I have talked to the judge who is investigating these events. I have asked her to quickly clarify what happened and who was responsible. I have also asked her to secure the life of the accused person who is currently in custody. That is why tomorrow I have decided to call for a national holiday so that the Argentine people can express themselves in peace and harmony to defend life, democracy and to show solidarity for our vice president. Many of Argentina's politicians have tweeted in solidarity with the vice president and in relief that she was not hurt. Tensions have been rising in South America, putting political figures on edge from Colombia all the way to Brazil. Fernandez de Kirchner, who served as president for two terms between 2007 and 2015, is a divisive figure in Argentina. She could face a 12-year sentence and possible disqualification from public office over public contracts awarded in the early 2000s. She is widely expected to run for the Senate and possibly the presidency in next year's general elections. On the way, a world-famous Spanish food fighting festival returns, and Liverpool comedy-goers welcome a rather surprising guest. Times of London Daily World Briefing The United Nations team in Ukraine has been assessing the damage at the occupied Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. The visit by a team from the International Atomic Energy Agency came after extensive negotiations with Russian and Ukrainian authorities. Russia has been in control of the plant since just after the invasion, though some Ukrainian technicians have been working there. International experts have been warning about a potential disaster at the facility because of shelling around the site. After the initial visit on Thursday, the head of the IAEA, Rafael Grossi, said the plant had been hit. It is obvious that that the plant uh, and the physical integrity of the plant has been violated several times. By chance, by by, uh, deliberation, uh, we don't have the elements to assess that. But this is a reality that we we have to recognise and this is something that cannot continue to happen. Mr Grossi also said there was a lot of work to be done and that his team would be staying at the Zaporizhia nuclear plant to get more information. We are not going anywhere. The IEA is now there, is at the plant and is not moving. It's going to stay there. We're going to have a continued uh, presence there uh, at the plant with uh, some of my experts. 
um, and of course uh, there is uh, now we have uh, with my team here we have a lot of work in terms of a detailed analysis of some of the more technical aspects uh, of what we saw. Richard Spencer is the Times of London's reporter in Ukraine and explained what the next options could be. The IAA head will um, uh, hopefully report to the Security Council. Uh, the Security Council um, it could empower itself to, to take action, but probably won't because Russia's on the uh, on the um, uh, on the Security Council and could veto any action. So uh, you know we are rather in the hands of the Russians as to as to what happens at that plant um, if uh, if something goes badly wrong. The visit, which was delayed by shelling, saw the inspectors accompanied by Russian soldiers. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With the latest from the US Open, here's John Jackson. Could we have seen the Williams sisters' last ever match together? Serena and her older sibling Venus have graced the tennis courts as a duo on and off since 1999 but lost their US Open first-round match against the Czech Republic's Linda Noskova and Lutskia Radetska. Serena faces Australia's Isla Tomljanovic in the third round of the women's singles later on Friday and has signalled that she's nearing the end of her on-court career. If that was the last time we saw the American sisters play together, they'll end their remarkable partnership as 14-time women's doubles Grand Slam champions. Elsewhere at Flushing Meadows, world number one women's single player Iga Swiatek will take on American Lauren Davis in the third round as the final major of the year continues in New York. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. A man walks into a small comedy club in Liverpool. The host of the evening looks at him and says, You look like that Dave Chappelle. No, that's not the start of a joke. It's what actually happened at the Hot Water Comedy Club earlier this week when the world-famous American comedian shocked the audience as he appeared and took to the stage, performing an intimate set lasting several hours, apparently. The stand-up and actor who has faced criticism over his jokes about transgender people was in the city, along with fellow comedian and Oscars host Chris Rock. The pair are on a Shotarina tour in the UK, with Chappelle also set to make an appearance at the tribute concert for the late Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins at Wembley Stadium. Local comedian Adam Rowe tweeted a picture of him taking Chappelle for food in Chinatown at 2am in what he's called one of the maddest Wednesday nights he's ever had. And finally, your average food fight wouldn't usually involve 130 tonnes of overripe tomatoes, except in the Spanish town of Buenol. The annual Tomatina Food Fight Festival returned this week after a two-year hiatus due to the coronavirus pandemic. Fifteen thousand people piled into the streets, splattering each other with the tomatoes, with revelers leaving soaked in the red fruit juice. Here are some of the people who took part. I met so many people from other countries. We all loved it. We all danced together. We all played together. And I think this is the best time I spent in my whole year of this year. One hell of an experience. Everybody is recommended to come here once in their lifetime. Yes. Yeah, it was different than I expected. I didn't expect full tomato. <laughs> it hurt. But it was so much fun and totally worth it. The Tomatina is said to have originated from a spontaneous bust-up among villagers in 1945. The event draws crowds from across the world and organisers have had to sell tickets to limit the capacity due to its rise in popularity. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday the 2nd of September. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.